When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to True Romance. This is Carolina Barlow. And this is Devin Leary. And I'm joined by an angel dog named Gracie this week. What I'm dog sitting for. Oh, yeah. Gracie is very cute. Very cute. And as I was just telling Devin, there's dogs sometimes that don't mesh with me. This is something that's actually affected Carolina and I's friendship a little bit because I am deeply, obsessively in love with two of your dogs. Yeah. And one of them I just haven't connected with. He's not on the same level for me personally. So I want to tell you something funny about this, which is that you think this is a revelation. But once I had a little puppy named Mr. Rogers, I had him as a puppy. I told you, like, I'm really having trouble connecting with this puppy, Mr. Rogers, because I love my big dog, which is named Grandma. I love Grandma so much that, like, Mr. Rogers is just he's not competing. He's not computing for me. I'm having trouble. He's not latching. And I was talking to my friend Chelsea about it and she said, oh yeah, Devin told me that she doesn't really get the little dog. And I was like, interesting, (laughs) interesting, interesting. See, Devin hadn't opened up to me about that yet, that she wasn't, that Mr. Rogers hadn't latched on her yet. Well, I hadn't opened up about that, but you have to admit that every time I was at your house, I took minimum 75 photos of grandma and I probably had one or two. Like at one point I gave you a gift, which was a a shirt with just pictures of your dogs. And I remember I had to mine Instagram for pictures of Rogers, whereas grandma, I just had at the ready plenty of photos. It's hard. People feel differently. People feel differently. And I'm okay with that. How has your week been, Carol? Um, I have a bone to pick. Oh, no. I just feel like in the words of Casey Wilson, people don't know how to act. They don't know how to behave. They don't know the right thing to do or they or maybe they do. And I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say they don't. I've been dealing with this thing recently, which is men via text. Mm -hmm. And it's been really bothering me. I don't think men know how to text. And I have a friend who this guy has would start fights with her over text and then just disappear And so she was left being like, wait, what the fuck just happened? He just accused me of spying on him. And now he's not responding to my texts. And we were across the street from his house spying on him. But we were still like, wait, what the heck is going on? He still shouldn't have said that. He shouldn't have said, don't accuse me of spying, I said, in your your window. (laughs) Now, I'm having trouble. I'm sitting here thinking I want to comment on this. But I'm having a little bit of trouble given that I am someone who has started fights over text. That being said, I've never disappeared from a fight. If anything, exactly, I, ever. I will dig my feet miles uh, down into the where, sand where into I a fight. Go? I'm I, fine. I've never not, been less tired than I, in the middle of a text yes! fight. You would need a freight train to drag me away from a fight. I had a friend say to me once, like, the problem is that I'm always waiting for someone to come at, to me and say, 
Hey, I've actually been thinking about everything you've said, and I realize you're 100% right about everything, and I really do need to start acting the exact way that you've said I need to start acting. So I'm just going to start doing that starting tomorrow. And she was like, the problem with that is that that's never going to happen. Like, it's like, it's so rare that that happens. It's and tragic. It's okay for my point to not be fully absorbed. Like, <laughs> I'm having trouble moving on from like, okay, you didn't fully absorb my point, And like, that's okay. Like, you're just not going to see this the same way as me. That's what I struggle with. Because I'm like, okay, I do think that it's better to be happy than right. I don't know, but at the same time, like, I do think that I make an active effort to be, like, a decent human being, and it's enraging when other people have never... For me, like, the active attempt to be a decent human being comes from a place of total humil humiliation in my life that forced me to look at myself, and I just sometimes think, like, did other people just... They never had that. Like, they never had, like, the ego crush or something. Like, why is it that it's easy for them to move on without self self-reflecting i also think though that like society um <laughs> society raises men and women differently <laughs> wait um, are you freaking serious i'm being serious right now it's like that whole he's just not that into you thing that that whole philosophy was based on women always tend to think like something must be wrong with me like why right. doesn't he like me something must be wrong with me i have to work on myself whereas men i think aren't raised to think that way i think men are more raised to like look outward um because we've always assumed men will be responsible for everything outward like men will just go outward and succeed and women will stay inward am i making sense or no, am i are. sounding like a marble mouth no it reminds me of when i was learning how to drive here in los angeles california and I got a driving instructor who, in retrospect, was completely inappropriate with me and um, asked me how um, I give blowjobs. No. <laughs> but, no. But I, I hope you believe me when I say he, besides that, he was a really good okay, guy. Okay, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what did you say when he said that? I feel like we, this, uh, this all sounds completely insane, so just go with it, uh, starring Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston, but... Oh... You, we somehow got to talking about sex in a very casual way, like I would with a guest on a pod, on the pod. Like I, it was not. Oh, so he was Dax Shepard. He was my Dax Shepard. For all of a sudden, it was just that we were talking about sex, and it. I was like, this is kind of weird, but whatever. I don't care. I, I really, I really do need to know how to drive if I'm going to be living here. Right. But one thing that he said that I did completely agree with was he said, stop thinking about what other drivers are thinking about you because i was i kept on being hesitant he said my female driving students are always worried about what the other drivers are thinking about them or if they're doing a good job or not and he said guys never worry about that they're just like oh i gotta i gotta get off here Ooh, sorry Yay. and girls are like oh my god oh my god oh my god no 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 the idea that people think that we're fucking up somehow and i do think it's funny like i i replay things from 2008 in my head regularly and not just the Obama, not just the good things like when Obama was elected, but you know, like stupid things I did. I replay them. I wonder if people are thinking about them. I can't imagine behaving the way some people I know behave and just walking around like everything's fine. I know. I mean, it really makes me cuckoo. Holly Brennan, great friend of the pod has her famous saying, which is that shame is an evolutionary construct. <laughs> Like, actually, shame came for a reason. You're yeah. not supposed to feel good about not tipping. You're not supposed to feel good yes. when you cheat on someone. You actually are supposed to feel bad about that. I'm sorry, but that's how, you know, that's the normal human response. I know. And it's like, yeah, just fucking eat this consequence. Like, that's what I want to say to people sometimes. Like, not to humble brag, my mom did always say that she thought I would be a lawyer when I was a kid because I just, like, would argue even, like, about... Whether Honestly, not... that would only be a humble brag if you were a lawyer. <laughs> I know. Meanwhile, I dropped out of college and here I am now. Um, but like I would argue about like not being able to watch American Idol on a Tuesday. I would have like a case for that. Like I'd be like, well, actually, it's Tuesday night. I finished my English homework, finished my math homework. And tomorrow I have a half day. So in what world I would argue like because my brother and I had different school schedules. I would like present arguments about how if he had a day off from his school, I should have get to have a day off from my school because it wasn't fair. And like, 
pretty obvious why that's not fair, but if I have to break it down for you, I will. You are um, the best person to have on my side when I know I have a righteous case on my hands. Love a righteous case. Because I'll call Devin up. I'll say, okay, here's the situation. Okay. And immediately when I say the egregious crime that's been committed, she'll go, no. And I'll go, yep. And she'll go, no, just no. And then she'll say, you know what? I mean, we just did it for about an hour over dinner and it was, tr it's truly cathartic. Okay, you just presenting that scenario right now where you just said, like, I called him up and I say, like, here's the deal. My blood, I can feel pulsing through my veins. Like, I'm like, give me the case now. Lay it on. Like, I want, I need to know. Now that I'm saying this out loud, it's like, it is pretty clear I should have been a lawyer and yet I'm not. And I'm actually glad I'm not because I feel, have complicated feelings about the legal system. But we've also both identified as not organized people. Shout out to right. our producer, Olivia, who is an organized person and is literally... <laughs> literally, Olivia's listening to this right now. I'm like, I could easily be a lawyer. She's like, Devin can't send me a one paragraph <laughs> description until like the second before this podcast comes out. Like Devin has lost track of very expensive recording equipment. Like it is not... So Olivia, I'm sorry. And the, the next thing I'm about to say is also going to be a little bit hypocritical given what I've just revealed about myself. But the thing I was going to say is ingrained in me is this rage that comes up when I think people are not seeing the fuck ups of other people. Like in my workplace. You like exposing. You want them yes, people to be I exposed. Yes, I want to expose. Yeah. And I feel like if I, I've always struggled in working exposing in production. Others. <laughs> I've always struggled with my constant exposing of others. No, but like working in production environments and like seeing someone's just not doing their fair share and just be, I just want like everyone to know that. Or like if I think someone's having an affair, like I want to expose it. Even if I don't know them, I have no stakes. I'm like, this yes. just like, are we going to send an anonymous tip? Are we going to like write a letter? Are we, what are we going to do? Because something needs to be done. And so again, why can't I take that energy of like something needs to be done and direct it towards being productive i don't that's an interesting question and i don't know but it's interesting and if anyone has thoughts it is something that again like my therapist is like what's the historical source and i really don't know it just is something that's a part of my life Devin, how's your week my week is good i have listened to much like carolina just got into the beatles <laughs> about 45 <laughs> years after they were popular I just listened to Slow Burn about 45 years after it came out. And um, I have had my mind blown. I've been riveted. But it's that thing where, like, this has happened to me many times because I'm, like, a true crime freak where it's, like, you start to learn about something and it's, like, obviously no one's talking about that right now. And you're, like, who wants to talk about the Star Report? Like, they're talking about how the Star Report in the podcast, like the Star Report the came Star out. The Ken Star Report? Yeah, the Ken Star Report came out and people are like... This is about the Monica Lewinsky scandal. Yeah, it was like a beat-by-beat beat account of like everything that happened because Ken Starr was hired to look into the Whitewater scandal, but he didn't really look into that. He ended up just looking into the Lewinsky scandal and he, he published like this very perverted expose of like all of their sexual encounters, whatever. And so I'm hearing like in the podcast, they're playing news stories of you know, whoever the fuck, Tom Brokaw or something, asterisk for the A in Brokaw, obviously. Um, <laughs> like, he's talking about, like, oh, I'm down by the newsstands and all Americans are just lining up, getting ready to get their copy of the Star Report. Libraries have them at the ready for people to read it. I'm like, I kind of wish I was there. Like, I know. Speaking of Monica, we are going to do an episode on her. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for that. And also it segues into our current episode because... Monica, Monica was betrayed by, by a, a friend. friend. Linda, yeah, bitch. Hey, Linda. Linda, trip First over your fucking ugly shoes and into a pile of mud. <laughs> Linda, trip. Linda, Carolina. trip. Carolina, I hate to say this. I'm so sorry. She did pass away. <laughs> <laughs> she did pass away. I'm like, wait, I'm hearing you say trip over your shoes. And I'm like, she's going to regret that because she did. Linda Tripp did pass okay, away. Okay, I w was out of the country. <laughs> so it's tough. So, I mean, on the one hand, RIP. On the other hand, listen, Linda. You, you fucked with Monica and that was not cool with us. So speaking of friendships, we wanted to talk about female friendships. We, we reached out to the community of our loyal listeners who we love so damn much. It hurts. And we heard that people were interested in an episode about female friendship and friendships in general. So we have a bunch of questions. 
and we're going to take a quick ad break and then sure. get to those. Is and then we'll okay? be right back. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> we'll be right See, back. we have like a really high functioning friendship. Okay. I want you. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of 1 carat plus and receive a free natural 1 carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. And we're back with True Romance. We are talking about female friendships or friendships. We don't have to slap a gender on it. Well, I have male friends, but I don't. I wouldn't be writing questions about them. Let's just say that. <laughs> we have some questions in our inbox. I'm going to start with one. I actually need to know the whole situation because I'm a new Z. But it says a friend broke my trust. They never took accountability for doing so. Do I forgive them? I know Devin's answer. <laughs> Yeah, I'll say this. This has happened to me quite a few times with someone sitting right in my presence. No, this is really hard. Gracie. This, this, <laughs> Gracie betrayed my trust when she literally shit for the sixth time in one day. And I was like, I thought I didn't even need to bring the bags. But guess what? She's shitting again. No, I have been betrayed. I have, as Lauren Conrad once said, <laughs> I have been burned by so many friends, especially lately. Okay, don't ever forget those words. I have also been burned by friends. And it's hard. I have, in most instances, come back from it. But there was one time that I was complaining about um, one specific friend's behavior that was very, like, it was it was a pattern. Like, they consistently did this thing um, that really bothered me. And my friend that I was talking to at the time said basically like well you can continue being friends with them or not but if you continue being friends with them it sounds like this is what it's going to be like this is how this person behaves and that was a tough pill to swallow but that's kind of the truth it's tough to stay in something waiting for an apology that's not going to come as Carolina has said before in my personal experience it's been that I've either had to accept that the apology probably won't come or may never come and can I accept this person's behavior Despite that, is the friendship worth it to me despite that? Or if it's not, it's not. And that's another thing to look at. Fights make you evaluate why you're friends with this person in the first place. If they're not that serious, then no. Or if it was something like between me and Devin, even if we were in a fight, 
we fight like sisters they say yeah but i think sometimes i've been in fights thinking doesn't this person know that i couldn't um hang out then because i was sick and uh, you know I'll think about how, oh, God, I have to make it up to them. I have to apologize. And I'll think, wait, why am I friends with this person? Yeah. And that, and do I want to put the emotional energy into making up? Do you want to put the emotional energy into forgiving them? Or as Lauren Conrad said, do you want to forgive them and forget them? Yeah. And obviously it depends what the breach of trust was, because also sometimes you can be friends with someone and just know you can't trust them. And I know that sounds crazy. And that's what Garcelle is dealing with, trying to decide if she wants to be friends with Lisa Renna. Because Lisa Renna said, I can't promise you that I'm not going to talk shit about you. I know. <laughs> but, you know, there's people that I, I think are so funny and amazing. And I definitely wouldn't trust them with like a secret. Right. No, that's true. I've had friendships move to like more surface level things where it's like, okay, I used to like stay up all night till six in the morning telling you everything and like, we were best friends at a certain time in our lives that we both needed that. But like now I definitely wouldn't give you any kind of like serious information. I do struggle with that. Cause I am like an overshare where I'm like, okay, well actually like, know, in this hard. moment, I just need to get this off my chest. And like, I don't know if I trust you or not, but like, listen, we have two questions asking about how to be friends with someone with a gnarly alcohol addiction or a drug addiction. I know nothing. I've done this wrong so many times. It's hard when you love someone and they're hurting themselves. People can be in denial about their situation for as long as they want. I can tell people the truth at least once. And then I kind of have to leave it. I can't just constantly berate people. Some people know the right thing to do. They just don't have the strength to do it. And I'm not trying to say like I, I count myself as one of those people in a lot of situations. And, and some people have that around alcohol and drugs. I read this book called Guts, which was written by Kristen Johnston of Third Rock from the Sun fame. It's really good. And she has this great story about when she was in the hospital, she, in a very bizarre chain of events, basically took too many pills and busted up her guts and was in the hospital for like months. Wait, busted up her guts? What does that mean? She thought she was taking a certain kind of opiate that they make differently in London. She was in London when she took it and she took like, 30 of them and they erode your your stomach lining if you take too many of them so literally she almost died on the table like they were asking her to call her friends and family wow. but she was doing this because she was a alcoholic a drug addict anyway she's really upset that a friend hasn't checked in with her and so she basically writes her an email being like i'm really pissed at you you haven't checked in with me i'm in the hospital and her friend writes back Kristen, i believe you're an alcoholic and a drug addict and, you know, she gets to the point where she says that email basically saved her life. So you can say that you see what's going on. You don't have to count how many drinks they have. You can say you see the truth, that you think there's a problem, you're worried about them, and you can make a boundary around it. I don't want to see people get fucked up if I think that they're sick. Yeah. On the one hand, I think it's true that there's nothing you can do for a person who doesn't want to help themselves. Like, there's nothing you can do to... There's nothing any human can do to get another human over an addiction. Like they need bigger help than a friend can provide. And I've had that experience where I've realized in trying to be helpful to a friend, like the conversation moves beyond friendship and it, it becomes something that only a professional could really help with. And that's really hard. And I have done everything under the sun to try to control the addictions of people around me and so yeah so on the one hand it's like there's nothing you can do to like convince someone to get help if they don't want it on the other hand I also have had friends who were honest with me about my addiction that did I do credit with like helping save my life friends who like made boundaries or said like I don't want to hang out with you anymore or you really hurt me or you're out of control that stuff really did stay with me so I think that being honest is helpful at the same time like take care of yourself first and like boundaries are for you it's not for the other person that's something I learned recently it's like I thought I was like okay I'll create the perfect boundary so that this person is okay and so that they'll do what I think they need to do to be okay in reality a boundary is for myself to feel safe so it's like an example would be if you were to set a boundary in your friendship that was I can't be friends with you if you continue to engage in this addictive behavior that boundary wouldn't be like, okay, so this is for the other person to realize like they need to stop doing what they're doing. That boundary is, 
I don't feel safe being in a friendship with someone who's engaging in addictive behavior. So I can't be in a friendship like that. It's not like, so are you going to do it? It's just, this is my thing. Either that works for you or it doesn't, but that's not my business. And like, that was a really helpful thing for me to realize because it's the most important thing is to keep yourself safe and sane. So you can show up for people in your life who really want a present friend. Right. It's hard when I realize how powerless I am over people's lives. I, I really do believe that if I say it the right way, if I explain something the right way, if it, I, I just really sell this concept, you'll get it and then you'll be okay. And then I'll be okay. Cause you're okay. And I, um, I've just never produced that result and maybe that's me, but, um, Beth Cohen wrote in friend of the pod, foe of the pod. She wrote in, my friends started a pod. One of them is really funny and the other tries really hard to help. Listen, we all know who the one friend is who tries really hard. I, me, because I, I, because I liked the song Yellow Submarine when I was a kid, I guess. No, I, listen, Beth, there's so many moments that happen in my day-to-day life with Carolina where I just think, I wish Beth was here. Devin says, I wish Beth was here whenever I do something embarrassing. And it makes me feel as if Beth is there and they're both laughing at me. And what was the most recent example? She couldn't say Nexium. She still can't say Nexium. She says Nixiam. Instead of Nexium, the cult, the vow, she says Nixiam over and over again. And like she can't not say it. Okay, this question is for me. What should I do if I feel I'm growing apart from someone I used to be really close to? As Carolina slowly backs her chair out of the room <laughs> and locks herself out. What should I do if I feel I'm growing apart from someone I used to be really close to? These questions are so hard. Well, if it's a person you're dating for a really long time, I feel like if it's a relationship that you do value and you're just kind of numb to, I would give the relationship all of your attention for like a month and see how that affects things. Um, And when I say all your attention, I don't mean away from work. I mean, just go to it with enthusiasm instead of like, what do you want to watch? Okay, thanks. All right, good night. I think that once we feed things with enthusiasm, sometimes we get those feelings back. If it's a friendship, I don't know. I mean, I have I have interesting friendships where I won't talk to people for a while. People I feel very close to. And, um, you know, I just reached out to a friend today and I told them, oh, I haven't talked to you in a while. I They're younger than me. And so I said, I, I don't want to be a helicopter mom and like bother you. I just want to make sure you're okay. And they were like, I'm great. Bother me anytime. And depending on how often you speak to this person or whatever, it's okay for things to fluctuate. Yeah. Or they don't have to be as close as they once were. So I also think that if you want someone in your life, you have to make an effort just like you would with a relationship. Yeah. I've definitely drifted apart from people and it's always uncomfortable and I think that is something where I've had to ask myself in the past like do I really want to be friends with this person or do I just feel like afraid of losing something or like afraid that I'm hurting their feel it's like you don't have to be friends with anyone (laughs) you can actually choose who you have in your life and I know there's like different pressures that come with like whether you work with someone or they're in your group but it's like How do you feel when you're around this person? Do you feel safe and good? And like, if you don't, that's okay. It just means like you're not in the same place. And it is like a hard thing. I think most people have this experience where like you have a time in your life where like, whether it's college or high school or just out of college, like where you're all young and hanging out all the time and no one has like serious responsibilities and you're going out every weekend and like, what's everyone doing? Let's meet up, whatever. And it is really uncomfortable to get older and, It kind of reminds me of like in a relationship when you get past the honeymoon stage and it's like really uncomfortable to get into the comfort. It's like uncomfortable to become comfortable because you're like, wait, we're in like this new phase now. And I've felt that way recently where it's like, oh, my friends are actually getting married and moving into houses and stuff. And it's like it's actually never going to be like it was. But this is just a whole new chapter where it's like. We're going to show up for each other in different ways. And yeah, like. Carolina said it's our responsibility to make sure we're still showing up no matter how different life looks and I think that's really cool I think that's how people end up having generations of stories about like Mm. different times their friends have been there yeah and also I think there's nothing stopping from reaching out you know I've reconnected with some friends recently and it's been something I was really nervous about and it's been so much fun um are those friends the Beatles 
I reconnected with Sir Paul. <laughs> Another question. Why do I always disapprove of the men my friend dates, even if it's casual dating? Okay. This is something I was just thinking about where like there's this thing that happens where I have become the type of person where it's like I try not to say anything unless directly asked when someone's talking about their relationship because I have, as I've said on this podcast so many times, like said too much about a friend's relationship and then they don't feel comfortable talking about that person to me anymore and I like feel alienated from them. But I think there's this thing that's really funny that happens that maybe we've all experienced where like, your friend talks about a relationship and how tumultuous it is. And like, you're always there to listen. You're always there to listen and trying not to be too honest. But then sometimes you just like are really tired and you're like, you know what? I can't do the facade tonight. Like he's an asshole. I can't, <laughs> you know, like I think that's funny how that happens where sometimes it's like, you just can't hold back. But I think sometimes it's important to hold back for the sake of that person feeling safe with you. And I don't think people are ready to see the truth about their relationship until they're ready. And I don't think they want to see the truth about it unless they're directly asking for the truth. And so it's hard because it's like you, you care about your friend, you love them, you want what's best for them, but sometimes they're not ready for what's best for them. And sometimes it's like that sex in the city thing where all the friends react differently to Carrie and big Carrie cheating on Aiden with big and Samantha just doesn't judge her. Yes. Best. And she's like, I like, that's just not how that's just not my thing. Like, I love you and I don't judge you for it. That's what Carrie needed at that time. She wasn't ready for the like, right. You didn't do the right thing. Like, but Aiden's great for you and big is toxic. She wasn't ready to hear that. She just needed someone to say, like, I don't judge you. I get why you did it. I love you. Yeah. And I also think that, like, what are we judging for, actually? Because a lot of times, like, I just want I, I don't think anyone deserves my friends. And I, I'm being sincere when I say that, like. I think my friends are some of like the funniest, like most That's beautiful, true, yeah. magical people. That's true. They are the most beautiful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. They, you are right. So I always just have really high standards, higher standards than I have for my friends than I do for myself. Truly. If someone's not treated well, I usually just try to keep reminding them that like you deserve to be treated well. You deserve to be treated well. You deserve to be treated well. Yeah. But in general, I feel like what do I know is like a good answer sometimes. I mean, obviously a lot because I decided to make a podcast about romantic issues. But but I, I, I am constantly referencing personal stories for what's going on in someone's life. And that what's happening in their life doesn't have anything to do with me or anyone I know. It's a completely new situation. So yes, red flags are real. Yes, like all of that stuff you can call out. But if it's someone that you feel like isn't treating them well, then they just need your love and a lot of gentle nudges in the right direction. It reminds me a little bit of the addict thing in that you can tell the truth once if someone's dating someone who's truly awful. Where it's yeah. like, I don't think he treats you well. I think you deserve better. I would help you leave if you left tomorrow. Yeah. And then, you know, if they get engaged be like congrats you know like <laughs> unfortunately i think life is complicated like that sometimes i know i have been in a relationship that once i got out of it i realized like wasn't good just didn't make sense at all like we weren't right for each other and at that time i was constantly pointing out what was wrong with other people's relationships almost as like a escape thing but I, it was subconscious like i just I don't know. I think I just didn't want to look at my own relationship. But the truth is, like, you really don't know what's going on in another person's relationship unless they're telling you. And if they're telling you stuff that just really doesn't sound good, like Carolina said, I think, like, you can be honest once. But I don't know. And I also just want to say, like, when I read your DM, I just thought, like, this person's such a good friend that you yeah, care that point. much and like to ask for help about it and like really want to show up for these people. But you just it sounds like you really love them and care about them and want the best for them so i think that's a beautiful thing because i can't say the same for me i don't give a fuck who who dra who fuck. carolina drags around to her <laughs> debbie tom balls i say what tom says John about Girardi. erica if you can afford her you can have her that's me to carolina yeah that's true i want true romance this is it your moment this is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of 1 carat plus and receive a free natural 1 carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. I'm going to paraphrase our next question. So it's not verbatim, but it is my ex's friend slid into my DMs and told me I was beautiful. What do I do? Why did he reach out? Mm -hmm. Thinking about my ex still affects me, even though I'm in a happy relationship now. Well, your ex's friends is um, a sticky pot that I've definitely put my hand in. And I don't regret it. I really don't. I mean, I'm sorry to say that, like, it turned out fine for me. My my ex and his friends, their relationship has nothing to do with me. And it's not that as clean as it sounds. But if they haven't spoken in years, which in this situation had been the case, you know, the girl's got to eat. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> I mean, but yeah, I, I in this situation, you are in a happy relationship you got bombarded by a memory, it sounds like. It sounds like an appearance of a ghost. It's like, even when you're totally fine, you're totally fine, you're totally over someone, the reminder of an ex that you have had emotional turmoil over, even in the past, is still, like, it gives you, like, the shivers. Yeah. It's like a chill goes over the room. I remember thinking I was totally over an ex, and someone brought the girl they were with up, and I, like, basically went catatonic for like a full yeah 10 minutes and then was okay yeah but it messes with your head it messes with your head and i think we'd all like to be or at least i would like to be the kind of person who doesn't get touched by anything i really do and sometimes i act like that because i feel like i'll just act myself into right thinking and recently i've just been thinking like i mean it's not really who i am at my core and that's actually totally fine so you don't have to do anything about it because it sounds like from your question that you it just made you think about your ex. That was the thing. Yeah, and like when you go through a breakup and then your ex's peripheral people, like you don't unfollow all of them right away because it just would be too many people. And so then I've had the experience of like I didn't unfollow all of my ex's friends from like high school who I met at one wedding or whatever, and they would post a picture on their story of the ex. And I'd be like, oh shit, I forgot that this person's connected to them. And then... I don't know. That's like a haunting thing. It's just become impossible to like stay away from the evidence of your exes. Like we all missed out on the time of like you break up and you'll probably never see or talk to the person again. 
Although, like, that probably had its own kind of sadness, again, also because it sounds Dreams. like it occurred in a time when there was rampant racism and probably Nazis <laughs> and probably more right, Nazis right, right. Okay, out the in the open than there are now. The 1940s, um, right? But it's like they could have just never seen them again, whereas we <laughs> because are like... your ex had gone off to war. <laughs> yeah, we're like, okay, well, even if he does go off to war, like, they, he has his iPhone there and he's probably going to post selfies. And so... um that's tough but i had an experience recently where i saw a photo of an ex that i hadn't seen like any evidence of in a long time because they aren't active on social media and then i like didn't really think about it but then i had a nightmare about the person that night like it just it does mess with you exactly the last question is how do you handle friend jealousy i'm the odd one out in a group of three always torturous by the way i i was like in agony reading this question i was like oh this is the worst feeling okay meanwhile i'm like sorry i guess i do do that to carolina but i'm like meanwhile i'm like that sounds really hard i wonder who has to you go through don't that. do this to me no you don't do this to me okay i'm the odd one out in a group of three where we all live together i'm offended that you think you do this to me but continue <laughs> i'm like oh this this sounds like carolina she's the odd one out in any group exactly Carolina what's it like to be the odd one out in any group we're in you would know um okay so I'm the odd one out in a group of three where we all live together me and my one roommate used to be best friends before we all lived together but now I feel like I've been replaced that is so hard to the point where it's not even fun to be around them they have so many inside jokes and it's just like even when we do all hang out I feel like I can't keep up and I'm very excluded okay that sounds so hard especially with the element of living together inside jokes are evil evil they are a a direct form of human harm that should never have existed i remember like being in middle school and like just the desperation to get an inside joke with someone so that you can prove like you're close is that normal i I remember i remember murdering someone in middle school because (laughs) i really wanted to have an inside joke and i thought if i force is this an inside joke for someone to be an accomplice and murder to me is this what you're all talking about all the time maybe then we would have an inside joke i remember being in middle school and um the really rich girl in my grade had taken her and her friends to the premiere of dirty dancing havana nights and um with diego luna who i was so attracted to that i would look up pictures of him online at night okay and i remember i they they pretended that they hadn't gone and we're like, oh, don't spoil the movie for us, Carolina, even though they had all gone and just not brought me. And I was so hurt, so embarrassed. And my, the love I had for Diego Luna made it all the worse. So this hurts because you love your friends, not because you love Diego Luna, um, who I really truly believe didn't get the career that he was supposed to have. He was supposed to be a superstar. And I think with these things it's so hard because you already feel vulnerable right like you already feel being on the outside of anything like this makes you feel so exposed so vulnerable i can like feel it with you and i'm like i'm right there with you babe (laughs) (laughs) and at the same time like sometimes the answer is more vulnerability which is like what the hell i'm not doing that like yeah it's like okay well i have to basically i want to be in more but i want to be cool i want to be asked in i don't want to like say that i need you know your focus and so i would start with just like asking you know to doing some one-on-one time with whoever you're closest to whether it be the one or the other once i asked our friend hannah what to do when devin and beth and some other friends are being mean to me and she said tell them to shut up wait i feel so sad no devin it was fine okay now i'm making you responsible for me feeling sad no 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 i was um i was everyone was making fun of me because i didn't smoke cigarettes correctly and you really hurt at the time you really didn't i know and it's something i apparently will never live down is that i didn't smoke cigarettes all the way through all i'm gonna say is hurricane sandy shortage of cigarettes someone throws a barely smoked cigarette off the side oh this makes me want a cigarette no okay so i'm just saying off topic this is what we're talking about but okay so i relate strongly to this i was in a threesome group of friends in middle school and the absolute desperation with which i I approached being close with them was a little bit scary. And if they hung out, it just was like, it just 
devastated me and actually as an adult like because their houses are close together sometimes i'll see on social media that they like hang out around the holidays and i still get this like core thing where i'm like oh they're hanging out without me like and it's just really hard but yeah i agree like i have definitely had these kinds of vulnerable conversations like um and i think it's really important to get to a place where you can have that level of comfortability in a friendship like Caroline and I have where we can say to each other like oh are you mad at me or like I felt like a difference between us or like um why do you have like your foot like really close to my face right now like on the couch (laughs) um that is really what keeps our friendship so strong that and the fact that Carolina is financially tied to me through this podcast it really Um, keeps us strong keeps us honest we have to talk every day I think that something too, I became obsessed with one of my friends and, and the fact that she had this other female friend who coincidentally happened to be my boyfriend at the time's ex-girlfriend. So it was this double whammy where I was like, oh my God, like she's my boyfriend's ex and she's my friend's best, my other friend's best friend. Like she must be the best person ever. And everyone loves her and everyone loves her. I was obsessed with him being still in love with her. I was obsessed with my friend being friends with her. And my life got really small for about a year. And this is a dramatic tale, but it's just the truth. Suddenly she was representing all the things I wasn't. And and this is true for like the middle school stories too. It's like, you're rich, you're skinny. Like you have all these things going for you and you have the inside jokes and you have the charm and stuff. And, you know, I just didn't feel like I had that. And I think that, um, I, I, my life got small, not because it was small, but because I was ignoring everyone who was like out there who really loved me too. All of a sudden, all I was thinking about was essentially three people. Yeah. And so it's like right now your focus is these two people and it's really hard and you're measuring. I can only imagine like you're calculating how they're behaving and thinking about how they're looking at you and, you know, take a breather, like invest in people you haven't spoken to in a while. As we were talking about, it's kind of scary, but it's rewarding, you know, Um, and it takes work. And and then when you come back, you're a little bit more forgiving about the inside jokes because you're not counting on them to fill your whole tank. Yes. Love. Okay. Well, I have an important question for you, Carolina, which is what is your favorite TV or movie female friendship? It's a really good question. I would say an underrated movie. And when I say underrated, I mean, I want whoever is listening to go watch this movie. It's called Dick. And it's with Kirsten Dunst, Michelle Williams. And it has to do with Watergate and Richard Nixon. That's all I'm going to tell you. What do you think your favorite? Well, recently, the movie Hustlers changed my my life. And it really made me think about female friendship and I, it was one of my favorite portrayals of female friendship ever. But I would say, like, Robin and Giselle from Real Housewives of Potomac, I love them as friends. I feel like they can tell each other when they have a problem, and then they move right past it, and they're just, like, them against the world. They're there for each other. Ramona Singer and Sonia Morgan. Ramona and Sonia. <laughs> I mean, Ramona is obviously a more complicated character, but, like... Yeah. I do think Ramona deeply, deeply cares for Sonia. And it it's like she's been there through her hardest times. I think same Sonia for Ramona. She's been there through her hardest times. I think also Lorelai and Suki and Gilmore Girls are great friends, although it's mostly just Lorelai complaining to Suki and then Suki like listening. <laughs> well... I was going to say Liz Lemon and Jack Donaghy on 30 Rock, but I think that is our relationships with Jack Donaghy always saying, good God, Lemon. Like, I feel that way about you sometimes where I know that you're going to just comment on something. But I feel like I've grown. I've grown. Wait, you think I'm Jack Donaghy? Yeah. <laughs> no! I wanted you to say that we're like Jenna and Liz and you're saying oh, I'm Jack Donaghy. we are like Jenna and Liz, yes. Okay, I'm hurt, but I do accept that I am hilarious husband. I think we actually take different turns between being Jenna and Liz. No, you're just trying to make me feel no, better. No, I'm not because I, I identify with Jenna a lot of the time, like how she gets jealous of babies for their skin. Go on. And... <laughs> What are you saying this for? I was going to say Walt and Jesse Pinkman and Breaking Bad friendship, but that's not female. Well, that's also completely warped and they <laughs> make each other commit murder. <laughs> okay, I'm like, goals, goals, goals o'clock. Yes. Hey, goals o'clock. I stand. We stand. We stand a friend. 
Well, we thank you for everyone who wrote in. Even though we just revealed we know nothing about friendship because we're like, okay, our favorite we're like, friends are housewives. Movie. Our, I'm our like, favorite she won't friends swamp? are housewives and Jesse and and Walt. But we we will post some other of our favorite friends. Pal movies. Pals. Thank you um, for tuning in. And, and Devin, I love you. And Beth, I I love you. Oh, that was hard for her to say. Um, okay, we you, love you guys. You. Thank you, Olivia. Thank you, Brian. Bye. All I ever wanted was a little love. I want true romance. It's true. True romance. It's so romantic. Love me, baby. Don't leave me hanging I want true of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only $159 installed with pad. That's right, $159 includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.